Hello there, race fans. Welcome to another edition of This Week in Karting here on the EKN Radio Network. My name's Rob Howden, joined today by David Coles. We uh, kind of hit on some of the stuff that has made its way to the eCardingNews.com homepage. Uh, again, the news keeps rolling in. David, the uh, news desk manager, gets it up as quickly as we possibly can. These podcasts, perfect for if you're uh, driving home from work or driving to work, whatever it may be. Of course, first time this will go out will be on the streaming EKN radio network. Then David, in a couple of days, will turn it into a podcast that you can get on demand through uh, either iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Spotify, of course, on the website as well. And you can listen to all the audio that we do produce. This is our seventh episode of This Week in Carding, the new podcast that we kicked off late last year, Monday, February the 25th, 2019. And uh, David Cole and I, uh, not long for the offices here as we will be heading out on Thursday bound for the first round of the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, the Winter Nationals, taking place at Cal Speed Carding Complex this coming weekend. This particular edition of This Week in Carding is being presented by Briggs Racing. Briggs & Stratton is powering Operation Grassroots around the world. No other engine manufacturer is getting new and returning drivers to the car track like the Briggs 206. Their out-of-the-box performance provides the most fun, excitement, and reliability of any karting en- engine on the global market. Learn more about the 206 engine and the history behind Briggs & Stratton's century-long commitment to motorsports at www.briggsracing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing what powers you? All right, David, we got uh, we got a lot coming in. It's been a while since we've done one of our This Week in Karting podcasts here on the EKN Radio Network, and a ton is going on. And really across the board, a bunch of different uh, you know engine manufacturers we're going to talk about. We got Rotex, we got uh, Rock, we got AMI stuff to talk about here. We got different series to talk about. You're going to take a time and give us a bit of an update on what happened at the Florida Winter Tour, their second round that was at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Dude, this is like four or five pages. There's a lot of stuff going on. This will be a 90-minute podcast for sure. It's been uh, almost a month, really, because of the busy schedule that we've had. I believe January 30th was our last taping. So a lot has uh, gone on since. And obviously, our dual weekend uh, kept us busy for not only that weekend, but the week after with the debriefs that we did (laughs) and and catching up on all the office stuff. and, And not to mention just regular you know, life and, and, and work schedules as well. So, uh, it's been, uh, a busy, well, you got to throw it, you got to throw in you going out and having to, to plow the snow too, shovel snow. It's yeah. Another, another snow day, but really this is an ice day for the kids here. Oh, uh, man. so I think half a month and again, February is not that long with only 28 days, but I think ha- over half the month they've been home because of snow or ice days. That's crazy. That's nuts. It's time to and move. It's time to move. <laughs> It's time to go south, baby. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get things underway. One of the uh, first things that kind of hit uh, the uh, the homepage of EKN, and it's kind of a, a cool thing to see, is that it's really the return of the Rotax program. Um, obviously, it had its struggles. We've chronicled them quite a bit on the website and through our podcast as well. We know that Rotax had some issues and and eventually kind of lost a bit of strength. And, and then with IAMI coming in with Supercarts USA and some other organizations, and now Rock coming back in. Rotax actually making its return. It's J3 competition in the north, RTX group in the south. Those are the two importers, and they'll put on events that you're going to hear more about. But first and foremost, David, the biggest news uh, coming down recently was the fact that J3, which is, as I said, the northern USA distributor for Rotax, really has now developed 
a new online home. The new website for from J3 Competition, racerotax.com. I, you know, in talking to Justin Stefani, you and I have both done it. I, I'm really kind of excited the way they plan on on bringing Rotax back in, where they're going to target it. You know what I mean? I think that they've got it as they always have through their through company, but they always have such a great, I believe, thought and and look at the way the sport kind of develops. And I think that uh, what they're doing with Rotax is going to be successful. I th- I think to begin, they needed a home, yeah. uh, online home, and 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 a fresh approach because previously we've had the Girl Rotax uh, website. Uh, which began, you know, with the with the early creation of Max Speed Group, and so it's it's great for them to establish a new home because you don't, you don't want to be you know considered with the old <laughs> regime most of the time. So you want to start fresh, something new. And again, what uh, you know, everything that J three does is very fresh, very clean, very organized. You know, as they have been for for the many years that they've been involved in in the industry. So it's good that they have a new home now established online for again, to not only just inform and educate people on all the Rotax racing uh, products and, and, and stuff like that, but also the events that, uh, that they'll be carrying on in 2019 and beyond. Yeah, David, I think you hit it kind of the nail on the head, right? It's a, it's a clean sheet of paper. The, you know, the Rotax program had its struggles. It's new. It's different in terms of who's running it. Uh, they've had a couple of years, uh, you know, at the home base back in, in Germany to get things dialed in from BRP Rotax. The Rotax Evo, obviously a, a fantastic package still, and they've dialed things in. They've uh, had some issues, but we're able to get those fixed. You get J3 coming in, as you said. So now the new website, as David said, you can go on there and, and see all the engines, all the information you need on the Rotax engines, the Mojo tires, the uh, XPS lubricants. But David, you also mentioned the events that they're going to put on. And for this year, in talking to Justin and the good folks at, at J3, they want to connect with different organizations. If there's a tag platform that they're able to bring the Rotax into, which is perfect for, that's what tags for, so that all the engine manufacturers can play. They're going to target some of those those uh, organizations, clubs and regional series or whatever it may be with tag, but they're also going to put a couple of events on, David, and, and racerotax.com. Uh, that's where you're going to find the information on these two stars and stripe events. Yeah, again, their their focus is more at the local and regional levels. And again, that's where you see a lot of the tag categories now existing, because as we see at the national and and sometimes at the regional level, it's down to single engine manufacturer type yeah. categories. So yeah, it's a and again, that's where you're going to build your base is at the local and regional levels. So it, that's that's been their focus. And again, but you still have to have that one or two events per year to where you can showcase everybody together, kind of come together and, and race. And again, a you know Rotax Grand Finals ticket is still a viable prize that people want to go and compete and, and win and be able to compete on the world stage. And, you know, we've had some great success over the last few years at that, at that event, uh, hosting it in 2013 as well. So yep. it's still, it's still out there and people still want that. And make sure to stay tuned, of course, to the EK and homepage, whether you're following us on social media, a great way to figure out uh, what's happening. You can click over to the homepage and read up on it, but we'll have more information. Excuse me. We'll have more information for sure on these Stars and Stripes events and the plan, of course, to get uh, Justin Stefani uh, on one of our podcasts pretty soon, too, to talk more about what they're uh, planning for Rotax for 2019 and beyond. David, let's move uh, to Florida, actually. The Sunshine State Karting uh, Program turning things up. Talk a little bit about what they've got put together. Some pretty good prizes for 2019. 
Yeah, it's a, another growing uh, regional program based out of the, obviously, Sunshine State of Florida. Uh, four events, eight rounds of racing uh, throughout the 2019 season. Uh, Ocala in March, AMR Motorplex in May, Anderson Race Park in June, and then they go back to Ocala in Labor Day weekend. But it's it's the prize packages that are kind of standing out right now. Uh, the first one being IAMI and IAMI USA East are going to provide, once again, uh, tickets to the IAMI International Final in France for X30 Junior and Mini Swift Champions in the uh, series. Well, I, that's really cool. One of the things that we talked about Rotax you talk about the IAMI uh, International Final, and you have the, the Rock Cup International Final as well. For these three kind of standalone programs, which also fit into TAG, uh, wherever it may be, but even as a standalone, there's just these three really badass races they get a chance to go to, David. Is there not? You know, a couple, of course, in Italy, the IAMI International Final in France, and to have the, the, the champions of this regional program in Florida get a chance to go over there in the X30 Junior and Mini Swift classes, that's... I think that's a really cool opportunity for some regional Florida racers to potentially go and do something what for some will be a thrill of a lifetime. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, you only have four weekends that you have to attend and it's again in your home state. Yeah. Florida is a big state, but at least it's, you don't have to cross uh, across the border or anything like that because, you know, you look at the Scusa pro tour, you got to go country, the whole country. Uh, USPKS, you got to go from Florida all the way up to Indiana. So you, they they are they award prizes as well too. So to have it at the regional level is is pretty great to see IAMI and IAMI USA East um, pinpointing that that program for them. Well, you mentioned the USPKS as well, and that's more of the news that came out of the Sunshine State Karting Championship. Their uh, opening round, as you had said, David Ocala in March. Uh, MG tire stepping up. So if you are a, a weekend winner from the uh, Sunshine State opener, they're going to MG tire is going to pr- provide entry fee for the US PKS opener, which is also in Ocala as well. I believe it's in April uh, for tag senior X30 junior mini Swift and micro Swift. So all these organizations working together. So, so you're going to have uh, what four of the weekend winners from the Sun- Sunshine State Karting Championship be getting a chance to go to back to Ocala to run USPKS. That's uh, another great opportunity. That's just, I like these things lining up that are kind of given back to the racers so they can go and do more racing, which I think is cool. I think that's, that's kind of been the the key point. That's one of the things Scuse has done. I think since, you know, Tom Kutcher took over is giving back to racers, whether it's, you know, the circle of champions or, or the, the cash prize uh, weekend for the weekend at the pro tour. But yeah, it's it, when these when these series have you know similar categories and similar tire manufacturers and stuff like that that mend well together. It's it's a, it's really easy for them to just hey you know we'll we'll take care of your entries. You know it's 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 something that doesn't take a lot of costs to provide uh, a gift or you know uh, just just con- a contingency prize for the racers for themselves who you know, are make these programs possible. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So let's go, let's go from Florida and let's go, what, about a 56 hour drive or something like that, all the way to the Pacific Northwest with the next little bit uh, over the last, I don't know how many years, 20 something years, obviously the, uh, the Northwest gold cup has been a pretty strong series uh, up there in, in Washington and Oregon and British Columbia, uh, sometimes into Idaho or the, the Northern part of California. Um, over the last couple of years, it's kind of, formed into its own program, you know, had some, had the IKF banner for a while, but now by itself, 
Uh, the Northwest Gold Cup, David, picking up uh, a, a title sponsor in uh, In City Prints, a design and apparel company based in Seattle. So the new name for that program, which was the Gold Cup, Northwest Gold Cup in the last couple of years, the ICP Cup, brand new name, first race, April 12th, 13th, and 14th in Horn Rapids. Um, man, you know, they, and I'm, I'm hearing good numbers, over 120 or 30, potentially getting to the 150 mark in terms of entries. But anytime a series, a regional series like that, can pick up a, a title sponsor, that's I think a, that's a pretty big, pretty big positive. The title sponsors are key to again, like we said, like we talk about giving back to the racers, uh, because again, it costs money to put on events like this, whether it's track rental or paying workers or or you know other amenities that you that you need to take care of in order to host events. So title sponsor helps clear up that that uh, question of are we going to be able to afford this type of situation um so that's it's good to have regional programs get uh money that's actually outside the sport rather than you know kind of going after cart shops or or manufacturers within the sport so so to be able to get somebody that's outside of the carting realm uh it's good to have and and Interesting. Of course, we're doing our, our seventh episode of This Week in Carding here on the EKN Radio Network. We've, we've got three bits in this first segment. We talked about Rotax. We went to Florida and talked about the Sunshine State Carding Championship and their kind of partnership with, with IAMI and IAMI USA East. To cap off this bit about the Northwest Gold Cup, which is now known as the ICP Cup, uh, David, they've actually got a great partnership uh, with Rock Cup USA. They've signed on as a sponsor as well. They're going to provide 10 tickets to the 2019 Rock the Rio plus engine rental as well, which I think is really cool. Obviously, there's you know there could be some guys up there that don't have the engines. Seven class champions along with three other competitors will be drawn at the final event of the ICP Cup to head down to Vegas for the Rock the Rio event. It's just it's you know it's it's easy for organizations rather uh, manufacturers to kind of look at the national level. But all three we just talked about, Rotex, IAMI, and now Rock Cup, or Rock, the Vortex, all of them are looking as well into the regional program and really starting to support some regional racing, which I think you and I both know, you keep going down the pyramid, there's more racers, and they really need to kind of support the guys at the regional level. And of course, at the, at the, you know, the very bottom, the, uh, what's not the bottom, the foundation, let's use that term, of uh, grassroots club racing. But to, to see these guys really get behind regional racing, is another massive positive. Well, it's about getting people to the racetrack really is what it's about. And it, again, it, you know, for us, it doesn't matter if you're road tax, if you're rock, if you're IME, as long as you're getting, as, as long as new people are coming to the racetrack, whether it be local or regional level, it doesn't matter. We just want more and more people to be part of this, this great sport that we are in. And yeah, as you said, it's, you know, everybody now is starting to see, Oh, if we do bring in more racers, then we have the options to uh, to have bigger events. <laughs> right? That's exactly what it is. All right, folks, Rob Howden and David Cole here. This week in karting, it is uh, Monday, February the 25th. I can't believe the second month of this year is almost done already. And as I said earlier, David and I jetting off to LAX for the uh, opening round of the Supercar USA Pro Tour this weekend. Uh, stick with us. That's the end of our first segment here. We come back. Uh, David and I are going to go over the Florida Winter Tour. They uh, obviously wrapped up their second event, the temporary circuit at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. David and I will kind of work our way through the – actually, I'll let David run that one. But he'll quarterback a look at the Winter Tour round number two, the events that took place down in Florida. Stay with us. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. 
the shift is on to a new brand and a new way of thinking. Mad Old Nut Racing and Croc Promotion USA are focused on changing the paradigm when it comes to race teams in this sport. And the goal is to support dedicated young racers by giving them the tools and opportunities to succeed. Originally born as Mad Croc, the new branding is Croc Promotion, and Armando Fellini's product continues its dedication to quality and innovation. Croc Promotion USA is the American importer and distributor, and Mad Old Nut Racing is the official race team. We're ready to attack in 2019, and our race results speak for themselves. A.J. Myers swept the first four Winter Series shifter cut races of the year, and Andrew Bedozo continues to assert himself as an emerging player. Croc Promotion has momentum. Dedicated and talented young drivers, supported and mentored by team owners who know business and who are passionate about karting. That's Croc Promotion USA. That's Mad Old Nut Racing. Search for us on social media and give us a follow. In a sport where the difference between winning and losing is measured in hundreds of a second, you can't afford to leave anything on the table. You invest in the best equipment, the lightest components, and top-of-the-line data acquisition systems. Anything to find one more tent, right? I'll tell you right now, the best investment you could ever make is in yourself. If you want to improve your results, it's time for professional instruction and coaching at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy. Located at the new state-of-the-art speed sports racing park just north of Houston, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy uses the very best equipment, Burrell Art Carts. They offer half-day, one-day, two-day, and three-day clinics. They have a one-on-one student-to-instructor ratio, and they will design a customized curriculum for each student. Alan Rudolph is one of the most respected people in the sport, and he has nearly 20 years' experience training drivers, including Chase Elliott, Neil Alberico, Austin Versteeg, and Saber Cook, and rising stars like Pietro Fittipaldi. Trained with a champion with over 30 years of racing experience to get proven results. Start off your season with a driver tune-up. Tune-up your season with some driver coaching. Or get ready for the big races by training with the best. Reserve your dates now by calling 866-607-RACE. That's 866-607-7223. For more information, visit speedsportsracingpark.com slash racing hyphen academy. Hello, karting fans. This is IndyCar driver Zach Veach, and you're locked into the EKN Radio Network. Welcome back to This Weekend Carding on the EKN Radio Network. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that you're listening, of course, on your mobile app that you've downloaded to your mobile device. The, uh, the app's been uh, getting a lot of action lately, and uh, the numbers we're seeing are exciting. And we hope that you're enjoying uh, all the content that we're kicking out here to start the season off. Uh, David, let's jump in here and let's talk about the Florida Winter Tour. We weren't able to make the trek down there. You know, you and I have pretty packed schedules as it is. Uh, but you did put together a report based on all, you know, all the intel that you're able to get, the results, what you saw online. Let's talk a little bit about what happened trackside uh, at the Florida Winter Tour. Well, a lot of the, really the the key element of the weekend was just repeat winners. Uh, we saw in a number of the categories, uh, drivers who won back in January, uh, again, at the uh, Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Uh, this time on a different temporary circuit from last year or last month. 
last month being South Garda, a replica, replica of that. This this month, uh, a replica of the Xplex, which is uh, which was you know kind of a shocking because again, Garrett Potter, you don't think Xplex. He's like, man, I really love that place. I used to be there, you know, back in the day. So yeah. it was really cool to see him throw that out there uh, for that weekend or for this weekend. And, uh, you know, obviously one of the big key winners uh, of the weekend was Christian Brooks, who, again, swept the senior rock category. Uh, the only session that Brooks wasn't able to win was the special dash for media cash uh, yeah. <laughs> event that they held Saturday with Diego Ramos uh, able to uh, come out on top of the uh, six driver battle that they had with the australian pursuit uh style event which uh again probably was probably tough for brooks to come from last to first <laughs> not easy it never has been we used to do that in the day back in supercar usa promoto tour action back in the late 90s and it was cool to see them do that again i know that uh, of course e-carding news canadian karting news uh, rtd media and car 360 kicking the cash in for that one and as you said uh, a pretty good run for diego ramos but brooks going wire to wire it's um pretty impressive right now he's coming out of the box really strongly you know i know that they've got some information he's gonna do some car racing again this year but you know last couple years we've seen christian be so strong in the you know the red bull global rally cross before they shut that program down this guy's just a talent you know he's one of the he's he's in that group of guys that have run for the last however many years you know 10 15 years in karting and uh and he's just right there he's just that guy that can win anytime he gets anywhere and i'm not surprised that he was able to go in there and do so well yeah, and almost had a, a a third victory of the season uh, as he the weekend before almost won at the uh, excuse the winter series, but again that that win was taken away with a pushback bumper penalty. Yes, but, it was. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Brooks is is shining pretty good, and I and I wouldn't be surprised if we see him again uh, this coming weekend uh, racing in what what is basically considered their home track, being in Southern California. True, true. Uh, but uh, yeah, so Brooks went wire to wire on the weekend and in the final. Uh, again, winning for a second weekend in a row uh, over the Brazilian Arthur Least and Eduardo Barrichello uh, making his uh, Florida Winter Tour debut of the year. Yeah, two guys, Arthur Least and Eduardo Barrichello, I believe both running this year again in uh, in the F4 program too. So both of those drivers move into carts, or cars rather, but still stand very sharp running here in the Florida Winter Tour, Least as well as with Brooks running in the, um, the Supercarts USA Winter Series. That's a funny thing, Dave. As I go down and look through the, you know, look through the notes you put together for this particular segment of our This Week in Karting, a lot of the names winning races and up front here were the same people that were winning races and up front at the Winter Series. There's uh, there's really a trend of seeing who's strong to start up the 2019 season. Yeah, no name. The name that you're really looking at is A.J. Myers, Definitely who we yep. saw win three three of the races at the Scusa Winter Series to uh, to clinch that championship and then backed up. His January win at the Florida Winter Tour with another victory uh, in February. This one was a little bit harder than last month. Uh, wasn't really at the front uh, until uh, basically lap 13 of the final uh, where he was able to come up and grab the lead and then just drive away to a 1.1 second advantage over Danny Formal and David Rico. Here's the interesting thing. I know that, you know, obviously here you and I are recording this on Monday. You're going to get it out on Tuesday, uh, likely. Um and then you look at A.J. Myers, who just won again this weekend. He won at the LAKC opener at Cal Speed the week before the, the Winter Nats. He was able to uh, beat Billy Musgrave there, too. So what, Myers is like four is it four for five. I think he won three. No, it would be like five for six already. This is pretty impressive. He is, uh, 
He's off to a huge start for the Mad Old Nut Racing and Croc Promotion USA crew. Myers, as you said, with a big win over Danny Formal. No, it'd be it'd be uh, six for seven. Well, yeah, so he won the first two scuzas. Then this the first rock, which is Florida Winter, which is three. He won three. He won three of four at Scusa. Yeah, right, six for seven. Two of two at Florida, <laughs> and then one for one at LAKC. So, and let's we'll see if he gets two more this weekend coming up. That's that definitely that's definitely going to help him in the rankings yes, right is. now. You're right. You're right. <laughs> well, he's still number one. Let's see. He's going to hold on to number one. Let's put it that way at this point here. So, let's move. How about you give us an input uh, on uh, on the Shifter Master Rock? A round one winner uh, of Shifter Master Rock, Victor Yemenez, was setting the pace throughout round two. Uh, but issues for him in the prefinal put him off, which allowed Rene Martinelli uh, to score the win in the prefinal. But it was actually Luis Schiavo who shined in the final, uh, taking the victory there. Yemenez came from the back to the front, only to be penalized for contact during the race. So that dropped him off of the podium in what was probably a great comeback drive. Yeah. Uh, that promoted Hernando Sanchez to second and Daniel DeBose to third. Uh, when I was in Florida from for the Scusa Winter Series race, Renato Jadre David was the guy to beat uh, in well, he and Rodrigo PK. But you know we've watched Renato David before. David he's a Super Nationals winner, always up front in Super Nats. He wins at Homestead, then comes right over and scores another Master Rock victory. This guy. He's on his game right now, running with Orsalon Racing, and as you said from your notes, was able to sweep from beginning to end. Uh, this guy's this guy's on his game right now too. And these opening weekends, you know, we talk about it being like off-season testing, right, or preseason spring training, if you will. Even though we're not to spring, there's a bunch of drivers right now, and Renato Jadar David being one in the Masters class who is on his game out of the gate, and he's going to be tough to beat when we get to Kelsby. Yeah, racing is about momentum, and these yeah. guys who are drivers who are shining right now in the winter training uh, programs that we have uh, will start the season off strong, or at least have the have the momentum, and maybe or maybe just the have all the attention on them going into uh, the higher profile events. Uh, yeah, so D- David was able to score the victory over Andres Fonseca and Rodrigo es- Espana, uh, joining them on the podium. And then you look at the junior category. Uh, Luca Mars is another one of those names that, that you're talking about that yep. uh, is showing well uh, in the first two months of the season. He's another repeat winner in junior rock, going wire to wire in the prefinal and final for the victory. Well, and he beats Alessandro De Tullio and Enrico De Luca for the podium uh, in the junior rock category. And again, Luca, like Renato Giardini, like. Uh, A.J. Myers, like Christian Brooks, all strong in the Scusa Winter Series as well. He was very good there. Luca actually winning the championship in the Scusa program. I'm telling you, same goes for Santiago, uh, Santiago Biaggi. He ends up winning the battle in 100cc junior, and he swept the weekend at Homestead too. You mentioned the word mo- uh, momentum, David. The other one I like to pair with that at the same time when guys are winning races, it's confidence, right? You get that momentum, but you get that confidence, not just in yourself, but in your machinery, in your engine, in your tuner, and everybody around you, and momentum and, and confidence—that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty tough pairing to beat when you're heading to some against someone at a, at a major event, and you know that they're feeling good about what they're doing. Biagi, as you said, as you noted here, wins the battle in hundred cc junior. Yeah, he was able to win over Kiffin Simpson in second and round one winner, uh, Clory Chambers. But yeah, I think momentum equals confidence you know i think it's kind of a a math equation there where they they kind of equal the same thing because 
again, if, if you have confidence, you can almost build the momentum or if you have the momentum, you have the confidence already. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same for Kai Sorensen. When you look at mini rock category, another driver who's been strong the last two months, uh, coming away with victory, uh, in the Florida winter tour, uh, it was actually a victory that was handed to him by, uh, with, uh, Italian Ricardo and Inello, Inello. I know. There it is. See, that's that I name. See, remember? I know. Uh, so he was provisional winner, but suffered a two position penalty for a driving infraction. So that gave Sorensen the victory in that category with Anderson Leonard coming up to second and uh, dropping Ricardo down to third. You know, David, you and I have a, a shared agreement that uh, or belief that that drivers need to not jump up so much. We see a lot of the kids. Uh, they'll jump up as soon as they get age eligible, right? They'll move from micro to mini, mini to junior, junior to senior. We got, you know, 13, 14 year old seniors, which you and I just think is, is just the, the wrong thing. I always want to see a, a young kid get a chance to win races and not, not just win. Like if you're running the top 10, don't move your kid up, keep them and give them, if they can stay in the category and their size, I get it. If you're too big and you're, you know, you're overweight, I get that. But if you can get a chance to stay in your program for the full extent, that's the way to do it. Because then you, you let the driver have the opportunity to learn how to win. Not only learn how to win, but maybe lose a lead and then cut, get it back. Lose the point lead and get it back to be able to vie for championships. And I think Kai Sorensen is, is a really good example. His third year in this mini Swift category, and this is going to be his year to shine. You know, He's going to win races. He's, he's won a bunch of races already in both Scusa and Florida Winter Tour. Uh, Kai racing with Super Tune USA on the Tony Karts. Uh, this is his year, right? Next year, he'll go to junior. But for right now, Kai Sorensen's looking re- like every time he rolls out, I think he knows he can win. Yeah, you look at a third year in the mini category. Uh, you know, he he won the 2016 Micro Swift Championship at Scusa Pro Tour. Yep. So 2017 was a rookie year. You know, had a bit of struggles here and there, but again, showed speed. And then last year did really well. And now, so you go into your third year, again, momentum or confidence can equal momentum and help build you towards uh, a good season. And he's already showing that uh, in the first two months. We'll cap off this quick look here at the Florida Winter Tour in their second round at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami by capping things with the uh, the micro rock category. Uh, Beckham Yassir, the... Uh, was the a double winner as well. Uh, Beckham, Dave, was real strong at the Scusa event, but uh, I'm looking here, and it's the same drivers again. Carson Walters was on the podium at Homestead. Uh, Enzo Vidmontien was there as well. But Beckham this year, he was battling with Mateus Arjuela, uh, in at the Scuzo event and was right there on pace. Did, didn't quite have the same consistency as Ar- Arjuela, but another win here, and he's going to come out of the box even strongly when, when hopefully he's going to be at the, the Scusa uh, winter nationals this weekend in Cal speed. Yeah. Again, that micro category uh, across the board, no matter the engine package uh, series that we go to, there's going to be a lot of names that uh, we're becoming familiar with because yep. we've seen a lot of drivers graduate for the 2019 season. So these three names are names that we think we're going to see a lot more throughout the 2019 season. So again, you see her with the win, Carson Walters in second and Enzo Vidmontien in third that's your wrap up for the florida winter tour we weren't able to do a full debrief as we weren't there but david did the uh, work and and gave you the the, kind of the insight on what happened uh, down in miami when we get back after this particular break we're going to talk about the sim uh, simcraft 24 that 24-hour race in orlando Uh, a little bit of information about endurance karting and another 24-hour race and uh, we'll cap off that next segment talking about karting 
at the Brickyard. Stay with us. This is This Weekend Carding, episode number seven. Rob Howden and David Cole on the EKN Radio Network. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience. We can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at franklincart.com where all of our products are just a mouse click away and we ship daily. We're constantly adding new products to our online store, so keep checking back. We specialize in IAMI engines, tilt seats, and of course, our championship-winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find Molecule cleaning products, minus 273 racing gloves, micron gauges and components, and both MG and Bridgestone tires. If you're ready to take your racing to the next level, come and join us at Team FMS. We've been supplying racers with start-to-finish support at race events for many years, providing a helping hand on weekday test outing or at a club event to full arrive-and-drive packages at the highest level of karting competition. For 2019, we'll be attending the Superkart USA Winter Series, WK Manufacturers Cup, United States Pro Kart Series, and the Route 66 Kart Racing Series, and we'd love to have you under our tent at Merlin Nation. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Hey everybody, this is Chris Wheeler, Director of Motorsports for Bell Racing USA. For the 2018 Scusa Pro Tour, be sure to check out our partners, PSL Karting, for all of your on-site needs, from helmets, visors, accessories, and all hardware, so you can stay safe on the racetrack. New for 2018, the CMR KC7 Carbon, the first of its kind, the only carbon helmet in the world, approved by the CIK for youth use. Check it out at PSL Karting, and thanks for tuning in to EKN Live. Hello, karting fans. This is Gabby Chavez, and you're locked into the EKN Radio Network. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, folks. Great to have you tuning in here on your mobile device or potentially listening on the website at uh, ecardinews.com slash radio. Uh, David, we did the whole Florida Winter Tour before the break. Let's jump in now and talk about the SimCraft 24 Hours. I'm, I wish we could go there. Obviously, busy that weekend. But a 24-hour race, March 29, 30, 31. People can still enter. We're we're close to, I think there's a couple of the four higher carts still where you're just going to rent a a cart. But David, they've already got over 20 teams lined up for this inaugural event. I think this is one of these races that's going to get some traction. Hopefully we'll find a date or at least something with no conflict or less conflicts at least. And you and I can potentially go down and drive. But a 24-hour race down in Orlando, really getting some good momentum here. I, I know where I'm going to be. Where are you going to be? No, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I know. I just, snow. No, I will actually be in uh, GoPro Motorplex for the WKA That's race. Right. So that that kind of limited, uh, you know, our options of, of racing there. But again, yeah, this let's see the inaugural the inaugural event is uh, is is coming up uh, to be really big. Uh, you know, Orlando Kart Center. And USAC Harding are completely behind this event with uh, TJ Halsma. And uh, and factory teams are actually getting behind this too. You got CRG Nordam, you have Margay, Praga North America, all all providing 
uh, factory teams to be part of the event, which again, these, this is a Briggs and Stratton 206, 24 hour race. So you get a brand new engine, uh, tires and fuel are all part of the entry fee as well. And, uh, and it's about testing man and machine to get to, to 24 hours, uh, at, in Orlando. Yeah, I love it. I just think it's such a great, great deal. The SimCraft 24 hours of Orlando. They, and they're drawing some cool guys to come in as well. Uh, IMSA racers, Jordan Taylor, Ricky Taylor, James French, Mark Jensen, and Cameron Lawrence are going to be on the SimCraft team. And we're told that R.C. Enerson, who uh, just tested for Carlin in the NTT IndyCar Series, the test they had at the uh, Circuit of the Americas in Austin, he's going to be there driving for the Lucas Oil School of Racing team as well. So a bunch of guys are coming out to play. I think, David, they had a couple of quick news bits. Again, this is This Week in Karting. We're giving you the input of what's come to the homepage recently. Some cool stuff. They have a they have the SimCraft 24 app now that you can download. I believe, I think we, on our notes we're saying nearing launch. I think I just saw today on online that it's ready to go. So essentially you can download the app and you got, you know, people, if you're trackside, if you're at home, you can keep track of all the events, what's going on at the event. They're actually going to, you know, lots of times, David, when we have a 24 race or an endurance it's just a team name, but they're working on some technology where you're going to, be, to know exactly who's going to be in the cart at any time, which I think is a great addition, right? It's not like just, it's not just team EKN or, you know, team Lucas oil school of racing or team SimCraft that individual driver is actually going to come up with, which I think is a, is a big move in the right direction. Yeah. TJ's day job working with, uh, my laps, uh, company that does the timing and scoring software for many, many organizations around the world. You know, it helps to have that, that connection. And it's, it's something cool that they're trying to bring into karting. And again, it's, it's just going to take our sport to the next level. If they are able to, to provide this type of service, uh, down the road for, for all organizations. But yeah, again, to be able to, to log onto this app, see who's actually in the cart, and to read profiles because again, there's going to have, they're going to have some driver profiles on there. Yeah. So obviously team profiles, other event information on there. So again, everything is just with, with the way technology is moving with, uh, with our mobile devices. It's, it's just a matter of time before we get all the information we need uh, right there for every race we go to. You know, every year there's a, there's a pretty cool 24 hour race in Daytona. We've, we've all heard about the Rolex 24, but a cool thing about this program in Orlando and the SimCraft 24 is that they've worked together with a, a new a, a timepiece manufacturer as well. Invicta Watches is going to give a, a, a watch to every driver on the overall winning team. And, you know, people talk about winning that Rolex, but to win an Invicta, I think that's awesome too. This is, they're putting together the right stuff to make this such an amazing race moving forward. Again, this is the very first year of this. And the concept, if you have, have not read it online or maybe listened to one of our other podcasts was, you know, Andre Martins from the Orlando Karting Center is a huge fan of the Grania 500, the big race, the, the the long race that they put down on down in Brazil every year. We went Tony Canaan, Rubens Barrichello, all come out and play. This is kind of trying to build that here in Orlando. And that race down in, in Brazil is kind of the model. And they're bringing it back here. They're doing some cool things. And David, so you have the watches. And then you add it as well. I believe the fast lap driver is going to get an entry to go to the battle of the brickyard. Is that indeed the case? That is the case. So I, whoever posts the fastest lap of the event uh, will be able to win a free entry towards the USAC cardings battle at the brickyard. Because again, USAC carding is, is going to be the, the official team down there. So they're going to be monitoring yep. everything throughout the 24 hours, you know, tech wise on track wise. Uh, and then again, you have promoter TJ Helsma 
who's there making sure everything's in order with everything. You know, everybody's working. The teams are ready. Carts are ready. You got those arrive and drive carts. So it's just a, it's a massive event to take on. And it's really cool to see how it's, it's grown from, from just the, the notes that he had to, to what it is now. I, I agree. Yeah. From, from thought to, uh, to actual execution. Pretty cool. Over 20 teams already signed up. If you had that weekend off, it's the end of the, of March. I said, David's at, uh, you're at GoPro, right? Is it WK Manufacturers Cup? Or is yep. it, yeah, you're go, yeah, you're with WKA. I'm in Texas at Denton, so uh, we won't be able to make it. We hope we can next year. But just look, go online, figure it out. Uh, the SimCraft 24 Hours of Orlando. You can still enter, get four guys, go down, if, and have some If fun. we don't race, do you think we could broadcast for 24 hours straight? Uh, yeah, I had to drink a lot of coffee for sure. I think we could probably do it. <laughs> well, we'd have, have like- to do some late night shifts. Like, you know, we, you know, I, I would have to take two hours and you take a nap, you know, kind of, you know, drive, yeah. like just similar to driving well, or maybe, you know, maybe we bring in a couple of announcers like Xander, bring in Xander, you know, Clement, Eric and Brennan, could bring Eric Eric Brennan maybe. and bring, yeah. bring down Tim Coyne even. I mean, that guy could talk forever. Hey, there's in, in 24 hours, there's going to be at least one schmozzle. Oh, lots sure. of, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, listen, you know, we're going to stick with the 24 hour theme, David, next bit here, uh, talking about endurance karting and the 10th running of the 24 hours of America. So there's lots of opportunities for you guys. If you, if you want to do some endurance racing, uh, June 21, 22, 23 at the very popular Newcastle motorsports park, they've got arrive and drives, David, this, this is the endur- endurance karting crew. And if you ever look at the, look up them online or go to their Facebook page for endurance karting. They run a ton of six-hour races, 10-hour, 12-hour races. This will be the 10th running of their 24 Hours of America. They've got, I believe they're Dino carts, I think, with Hondas mm-hmm. on them. So they yep. run a pro class, semi-pro, master, legends, rookies. They run a bunch of different categories using their four higher carts. But they're also bringing in the Briggs & Stratton carts as well, where you can bring your own chassis as well, right? That's correct. Yeah, you're on the Dino chassis for the arrive and drive categories yep. again, which is what the endurance karting program was based around. Uh, like you said, different levels, you got pro and semi-pro and then you got, you have masters and then legends, which is your 45, I believe and older. And then of course, rookies who are people who are new to the sport. So if you've never done, you know, a lot of carding or you, you could be an indoor carter and you've never done outdoor, you know, that, that could be a, a category for you as well. And then again, if you have, you know, if you're a regular carter and you don't want to do the arrive and drive programs, you could you can enter in the one of the two 206 categories, which they have the pro and then they have the pro 40, which is for dry for your drivers that are, you know, the, with the team average age over 40 years old. So you mean, Dave, you mean like you now? Yes. Like me. Yes. <laughs> Happy birthday, by the Thank way, you. Dave. I should have, I should have out, out of the box. You are now 40 years of age. Damn. That's good stuff. Five more till I'm super master. You were like 25 when you started working for me. Yeah. No wonder you look so old. You've been working for me for so long now. It's crazy. What do you mean? Look so old, dude? You I look. look r- I still get carded. I still get. Well, yeah. It's 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 the kids that does that to me. But <laughs> <laughs> anyways, folks. Again, June twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. A little further down the road, and you're going to learn more about that. We've got. We're working with Chris McCoy and the folks at Endurance Carding. The tenth running of the twenty four hours of America at Newcastle. So another opportunity to do some endurance carding. Now, Dave, you and I kind of going back and forth a little bit here. We had a couple hashtags out there. Uh, hashtag beat David Cole, hashtag beat Rob Howden. <laughs> Our next bit here to cap off this particular segment, we're going to talk a bit about the USAC Karting 2019 Battle at the Brickyard at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Uh, I've had the fortune of working the the last three Indianapolis 500s 
with IndyCar Radio. You and I are going to get a chance to race there this year. We we haven't been able to do it in the past. The date always aligned for me being at Iowa Speedway with IndyCar and Road to Indy. But, dude, you and I, first week of July, we're heading to Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We're going to go race. I'm pretty excited about this this deal. Yeah, the third edition uh, from USAC Cardi to race inside the hollow grounds of, of the Brickyard. Uh, very cool, very exciting. Last year, they had the inaugural lap across the bricks, which was driving around the entire oval, uh, again, at pace lap speed, not uh, not uh, actual racing, but Friday, everybody got to go out and, and make one pace lap around the oval and, and cross <laughs> hold the their, bricks. Hold, hold their GoPro, hold, hold their holding phone. Holding your GoPro phones. <laughs> um, you know, maybe, you know, maybe people are scattering ashes even while they're doing a pace lap. I, I, you know, there was just so many different things going. I wasn't there. Unfortunately, I had to go and take an engine to get rebuilt because of right, certain even situations. But this year, hopefully, uh, my myself, you, and my father will be able to, to do the lap across the bricks, which will be uh, really cool to do. Uh, as you were talking, you were saying how you've been on the road with uh, IndyCar Radio. I don't think any of the guys who are on IndyCar Radio have ever raced at the Brickyard, have they? You know what? I don't. I don't think. So. Well, no, definitely not on the big track at all, or any of the other tracks. Not, you know, you know no, I, no GP courses or anything like that for them, or vintage cars. No, I or... don't. I don't think so. I don't think it. Not they're for the most part they're broadcasters, right? I think the only guy that races, uh, drives on a regular basis is, is Ryan Marine, uh, and he he's done some karting before. I'll just have to see if we can convince uh, Ryan to come out and drive something. He's uh, he's done a lot of racing himself, so that's cool. We'll, we'll see. That's a possibility. That's a possibility. Let's let's have a look, Dave, at the class structure, though. Just for those of you around the country who may not know fully about the Battle of the Brickyard, it's a pretty good cross-section, David, but it's more focused, really, on a lot of the club and regional racing. Yeah, there's some of the categories that you're going to see nationally, but a lot of it's the 206 stuff, Margay Ignite, you name it. But let's have a little look at the uh, at the cl- class structure and a little of the adjustments this year. In terms of tires, well, the Briggs and Stratton categories were the biggest. If you include uh, the junior, the medium, the heavy, the masters, and then also the Ignite program that they had uh, as well last yep. year, I think it accounted for sixty percent of the entries that uh, over four hundred entries that they had last year. So that's a lot of guys. But again, you have a lot of guys that are doing medium, heavy, and masters, and some guys that are doing all Ignite classes. So. A lot of a lot of different areas for everybody to to get as much track time as possible. Uh, and again, so Briggs two hundred six, you have your junior category, you have medium, you have heavy, and you have masters. Again, all categories are CIK bodywork, uh, and they're sticking with the Bridgestone YLC tire for two thousand nineteen. They were originally looking at moving to Hoosier this year, but they decided to give that a year uh, for everybody to get ready. So they're sticking with the YLC. And then next year will be Hoosier uh, compound for 2020. Uh, Copy. And and Ignite, a little addition there as well, right? Yeah, they're adding the junior category, which they didn't have last year. They just had regular Briggs junior category. So now they have two junior categories in the Briggs category. So one Ignite, one regular Briggs 206. So Briggs or Margay Ignite junior joins senior and masters. Uh, that category, those categories are actually moving to the Hoosier R80 compound uh, for 2019, obviously with Margay hooking up with Hoosier uh, as the now distributor for North America. Yeah, they were rocking them down at the uh, Circuit of the Americas, Coda Karting this past weekend. I, I saw a lot of uh, 
uh, a lot of social media on that. They're posting a lot of video and they had some really good turnout down at, at Coda, which is just, you know, to have that karting facility down there uh, at the circuit of the Americas, I think it's going to be so big for Texas karting. But again, yeah, as you said, David on the Hoosiers down there and they're going to run Hoosier as, uh, as the, uh, the tire at, well, all the ignite stuff for 2019. Now I think another big addition we, you know, you see it all over the David is the kind of growth and the increasing popularity of the IAMI KA 100 and USAC Carding electing to add both KA 100 junior and senior to the Brickyard docket this year. Yeah. Again, the KA categories is, is growing regional and local level and USAC Carding is, is recognizing that they're obviously getting a lot of feedback on this category. So they've added that to the program as well. Uh, so those IME engines will join the X30 senior and X30 master classes. Uh, all four of those categories will be on the MG tires. Uh, obviously, the harder compound for KA100. Track uh, layout in the last couple of years has been pretty wide open. It's been fast, and the, the guys running the shifter categories have loved it. They're going to run Honda Shifter Senior, Honda Shifter Masters. They'll have a KZ and a KZ Masters class. Uh, all four of those categories on the Huger R55. And, you know, David Yamaha is still a pretty, pretty uh, popular engine package, even when we're seeing KA100 come in. But a lot of Yamaha racers in the Midwest. A lot. And that's, you know, again, Indiana probably has the most per capita racers yeah. for Yamaha, <laughs> if you really look at it. Uh, you know, in the Midwest, Yamaha is still relevant, uh, still part of the club and regional level. Uh, especially at the KRA program at, at Newcastle. So a lot of the racers from there are our competitors at the Battle of the Brickyard. Um, so they're keeping with uh, the Supercan Junior, Supercan Medium, Supercan Heavy, and Supercan uh, Masters. Uh, the Junior category will be Bridgestone YLCs, but the other three categories are moving over to the Hoosier R60B uh, tire for 2019. So David, is this is this that one weekend you're looking at for this year? Are you pretty excited about getting down there? I just I I, I want to race again. I look forward to for you and I going head to head and having some fun. Maybe we can hook up and try to go to the front. But I'll tell you, just to be able to you know, I've done a lot of great things at at the breakout. I got a chance to you know announce a lot of races. Hear my you know hear my voice on the PA system at the greatest spectacle in racing. It's it's an amazing place to be. But yeah, you know, it's it's we're not racing the big track. We're not racing the GP track. But it's still racing within the walls of the Indianapolis motor speedway. I'm super excited. Yeah. It's, that. it's just a bucket list item really yeah. is what it, it it's boiling down to, at least for our first time there. I think I, you know, being there last year on the sidelines was a bit chaotic, um, <laughs> but, but it's surreal just to be, uh, you know, inside, inside the brickyard. Cause again, I hadn't been there since, you know, formula one days when, uh, when we were there for, for our formula car magazine. So yep. it's, uh, it was really surreal. I, I didn't, it was just kind of chaotic cause I wasn't to take able to take it all in really. So I think this year will be a little bit easier. Uh, but again, it'll just be able to check it off the bucket list and, you know, you know, whether we finish, however we finish, it really won't matter. That it'll be, matter. it'll be there. You know, it's not like the rock Island where we we're going there to win that, win the rock you know, like we yeah. are now because we've, we've, we've raced there enough where this is, this will be a bucket list item and just, just, just going there really to check it off. Well, if you have the weekend open folks, July 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, uh, at Indianapolis motor speedway, the battle of the brickyard. It's uh, or at the brickyard rather. It's uh, it's a big event. We're looking forward to being there. David Cole and I, 
I think we confirmed it at the last race we were at. Cole and I are going to be racing for Comet Kart Sales on the Comet Eagle. So we're both going to be on the same chassis. Uh, I may see if I can't, you know, frenagle myself a ride in one of the Ignite Karts as well. Maybe the Masters class. We'll see what happens. Uh, (laughs) You like that? I need some more seat time. All right, let's have a quick break. When we come back, uh, David's going to give us an update on uh, an engine rule update, actually, from Briggs & Stratton. We're going to talk more about uh, little Operation Grassroots with another race that David and I are going to uh, attend. In fact, this next little bit is going to be essentially all four cycle, all Operation Grassroots. Stay with us, folks. Our final segment here on This weekend Karting, up next. History. Success. Family. Those are the three words that describe Comet Cart Sales, one of the longest tenured carting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation is located just outside of Indianapolis, and they have provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers throughout their near six decades of business. Comet's online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. Comet Cart Sales attends dozens of karting events every year, offering trackside service for racers and families. Karting veterans Mark Dismore Jr. and Gary Lawson provide one-on-one driver coaching and tuning assistance for each trackside customer. The engine building business, Comet Racing Engines, has won countless major events and championships over decades of karting, and they continue to offer the best trackside service in the industry. Make sure you head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be a part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. Hey racers, this is Rob Howden, and I'm super excited to be back with the Texas Pro Cart Challenge family this year. Gina and Mark French have put together a perfect three-weekend series after listening to their racers, and we're heading to Denton at the end of March then the incredible track at Amarillo in July, and we'll cap it off once again at the Jewel Houston Karting Speed Sports Racing Park in mid-September. Get these Texas PKC dates on your personal racing calendar, and I'll see you there. The Texas Pro Kart Challenge fires up this month on March 29-30-31 with Round 1 at NTK Kart Race in Denton. It's two full days of racing for Mini and Micro Swift, KA100 Junior and Senior, X30 Junior, Senior and Master, Stock Honda Senior and Master, and the exciting new Pro Shifter category featuring Miami SSE 175cc engine. Come join the Frenchers and I and the whole staff at the end of the month, and let's get this new Texas Pro Card Challenge Series underway. Hello, karting fans. This is Andy Saisman, and you are locked in to the EKN Radio Network. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, and this week in karting, episode number seven, Monday, February 25th, 2019. Almost into March, and spring is coming around the corner. For So for those of you carters who are locked in the deep freeze up north and have been jealous about everybody south, uh, it's coming. Don't worry, folks. We're only a month or so away from spring hitting and uh, us getting back out up here anywhere north of, let's say, what, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. David, we got lots to talk about here. Let's, uh, we essentially have, what, four bits here that kind of focus on the four-cycle programs. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the new rules uh, update from Briggs & Stratton. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's an adjustment to Rule 19 uh, regarding the cylinder head. Uh, Section B states now the cylinder head must be as cast. Factory machining marks on the head gasket surface is not a tech item. Uh, previously, it was a tech item. Uh, now it is not. Um, and this basically, you know, talking with a couple people, it allows for for guys to be able to clean the head. Allows for a little bit of scraping to remove the gasket material. Uh, you know, whether it be sandpaper or, you know, knives or, you know, some or yeah. spatulas, whatever you need to, uh, <laughs> to get that, that clean. Uh, so that's not going to be a tech item no longer. All right. So, you know, David, before the break, we talked about the USAC carding battle at the Brickyard, another race that you and I are both planning to race on a, a race at, and we're pretty excited about it too. Cause it's, it's just an event that is growing. Uh, you know, you've got some awesome races here right now. If you're if you're a one-off guy, you've got you know, especially if you're four cycle, you've got the the Battle at the Brickyard, you got the Quincy Grand Prix, you got the Elkhart Grand Prix, you've got the Rock Island Grand Prix, but the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals has really dialed things up. They have a, a pretty solid program, regional program through the Midwest. They're doing as well. We'll talk about rules and class structure, but their Grand Nationals is another event in the first weekend of October that Dave and I are looking to get to. But David, let's give them an update because Greg Jasperson and their crew just really released uh, recently. That's why we're doing it on This Week in Carding. Found its way, of course, to the homepage of EKM when they sent the release out out to us. But an update in terms of rules and class structure for 2019. Yeah, the class structure is really similar to what they had last year regarding the the number of categories uh, that they offer. But uh, we'll point out uh, some of the changes that they're making to them. Uh, the most significant really is the master's class, which is going to CIK bodywork rules only. Uh, that's something that's obviously been a discussion since 206 racing really started becoming more popular yeah. was the, what you want to call gold cup style bodywork, where it's the full nose and full fairing and full body panels and everything like that to where, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot more, a lot more competitors are, are moving towards the CIK style bodywork. Uh, and really, it's really the Midwest and, and the Southeast where you really only see the Gold Cup style bodywork uh, any longer. And so to the Cup Carts North America now is making the Masters class strictly CIK bodywork rules only, along with the uh, the Kid Carts as well, too. Um, but that's still allowed. They still have their senior medium open and senior heavy open, uh, which allows for any type of bodywork that you may have. Copy, copy. What else do we got in terms of uh, of categories? So again, so those one, two, three, four categories that I just mentioned still remain. Uh, the other ones to round out their program include the sportsman category, uh, junior and senior medium CIK. Uh, so that's their CIK uh, bodywork class to where they have uh, the senior medium open and, as I said, senior heavy open for any body work. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven categories, uh, for their program. Uh, again, five events on the calendar beginning with, again, uh, as we talked about, or we haven't talked about yet, uh, they're opening up their, their season now called the spring nationals. Yeah. It's, I like what they're doing. They're trying to get, you know, put some more focus, more spotlight on what's happening. They had ran a couple of different programs last year, two different series. They're, they're bringing them back together to just one. And as you said, David, uh, May 4-5, start of May, they're kicking things off at Concept Hullers Motor Speedway that uh, many of us old-timers know as Norway with the Spring Nationals. And I think that they're really trying to get behind that event to make it something big. 
yeah, again, $10,000 prize package just for that weekend alone. Uh, again, it's, it was, it's been typically one of their bigger events of the season. Again, everybody's starting, wants to start out the season, you know, May comes around, everybody's itching to get to the racetrack. So it's really has been their, one of their biggest events of the season. So, you know, the Greg Jasperson and Steve are able to put, are, are putting together a great program, a lot of different companies, uh, providing some prizes and awards for that, for just that weekend, alone so it's going to be it's going to be a great weekend for uh, 206 racers uh keep your eye on the schedule for the ekn radio network i'm going to uh, pin down greg jasperson for another industry insider uh, podcast be a good opportunity to talk to him let him kind of give us the full feel of what they're you know what they're planning for 2019 uh the grand nationals as i said first week of october they're they're, they're looking at changing the structure so nothing's been decided yet in terms of how they're going to run that weekend I know that they're really excited about getting more drivers coming down from Canada for the Grand Nationals. They had a couple of guys come down and, and really enjoy themselves last year. So stay tuned. A lot more information to come. Yeah, guys from the to- West Coast, guys from Southeast. Yeah. David Vasquez came yep. in. Yep. So a lot, right. of different, uh, a lot of different drivers were there in Newcastle last year. And I think it'll be just as big, if not bigger, uh, in 2019. Well, they, were, they were almost 200 last year. And I, I, I told him and talking to him, I, I would bet it's 250 this year. I would be willing to put a hundred bucks down that it'll be two fifty or more uh, for this year because I just think there's Dave. We say it all the time: numbers breed numbers, right? So there's the more guys come, you don't want to miss out. You want to be part of it. You want to be part of that thirty, forty, fifty cart grid, and you can do that at, at Newcastle. I think I think two fifty is pretty doable. We know we're going to add two at least because you and I are both going to that race to, to drive. Um, let's talk Margay, the uh, Margay Night Program. You know, we we mentioned it already when we talked about the Battle of the Brickyard. It really has been a, a tremendous program in terms of getting people from kind of that more rental car racing into into the the full carts. You know, the initial price was was below four thousand. I think it's just a little over four thousand now uh, for a brand new cart package, which I always keep saying makes uh, that affordable used cart as well. Now. David, they've been growing like crazy out of the, you know out of their kind of home base in, in St. Louis out of, out of Gateway. They added a program at Autobahn. They've hooked up with the guys at 61 Cartway. They had the you know the Ignite program at Rock Island, and then the course over at uh, at the Battle of the Brickyard. This is it's just growing. And then of course they get the program, this new program down at Coda Karting in Austin, Texas. Talk a little bit about the Margay Ignite Challenge schedule, which they announced recently. Yeah, the Margay Ignite Challenge is, is a series that's been going on. I think this is the third season that they've done this. And again, it's a way to kind of provide those local racers, Ignite racers, the opportunity to travel four or five times a season to experience different racetracks rather than just their own home track uh, that they'd go and attend to. Um, the, the, the class structure is pretty simple. You have, um, ignite rookie, which is basically your cadet ages. Uh, you have ignite junior, you have ignite senior, you have ignite masters and an ignite heavy, uh, category. And then they also throw in kid cart Honda division. So drivers who are on the Margay kid cart, uh, chassis are able to uh, participate in this as well too. Uh, this year, they're uh, obviously with with the move for for Margay adding on the the Hoosier brand. Uh, they're moving uh, all the Ignite categories to the Hoosier R80 compound, uh, and then Kid Carts will be on the R60B uh, compound. But um, again, it's it, and then this year they also changing the format as well to where instead of just one race for the day because it's only a one day type event. 
uh, they're going to do a double feature event format. So you're going to have three rounds of practice, a qualifying session, and then two features to follow that. So it's actually going to be a 10 round uh, championship towards the, towards the uh, year end awards. So the schedule based on what we have here, TNT Cartway is kicking things off April 6th. Are they actually doing a back-to-back at two different tracks on a Saturday, Sunday? So they'll go to TNT on Saturday. And then on Sunday, they will go and travel to uh, Mid-State Cart Club, which is in Springfield, Illinois. I love that. That's like old old school stock car, like, you know, barnstorming, right? Go from track to track. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like that USAC mentality, uh, World of Outlaws. Well, they'll race at one track one day and kind of go there. And it's, it's a, it's a, I was just looking it up, 112 mile distance, basically, you know, two hour drive. A couple hours. Between the two tracks. I love that. So. That is cool. Think, again, that's something that uh, you know. I'm, I'm. We're not available that weekend, but I think that's something we'll, we'll kind of get on with a couple drivers. And maybe do a driver blog talking about going from one racetrack yeah. to another in the same weekend. Yeah, like I love it. I think that's a great. I, I would love to do that. That'd be fun. You're right. We're both busy that weekend, but I, I would love to do that. I uh, fast forward then to June 22nd. They're at 61 Cartway. Uh, end of July, July 27th, they got a new track layout for 2019 at Audubon Country Club, and they'll cap things off at the end of the year, October 12th, at Gateway Cartplex. So, uh, again, just a really, really cool program for the Margate Ignite Challenge. And, David, essentially to cap off all our news pieces, let's stick with the Gateway theme and talk about uh, Gateway Cartplex announcing they've gone fully to the Hoosier Tire Program as well in 2019. Yeah, Gateway Cartplex is basically the official home of Margay Racing, uh, just on the other side of the Mississippi River for, uh, on the Illinois side, I should say, yep. uh, because Margay is actually located on the Missouri side. Uh, the Gateway Cartplex actually does a couple of different racing programs. Uh, one of the packages that they have, they call the Super Comp Classes, which uh, involves Kid Cart, Briggs, your, just your standard Briggs 206 categories with rookie, junior, senior. They also provide Yamaha cadet, junior, and senior, and also tag cadet, junior, and senior. Uh, those categories are moving over to the Hoosier tires. Uh, they'll be using utilizing the R60B compound to where um, previously was a Bridgestone YLC tire, and both tires will be allowed for use up until round six of the 2019 season. After that, it'll be strictly Hoosier tires. Uh, the other side of their program is the Ignite program, which of course we know all the different age groups as well as, as well there. Uh, that program is moving to the R80 compound uh, for Hoosier. Tons of information for you here, folks. David, let's wrap things up now. Let's uh, kind of have a little look over what we've done recently, what's been on the website uh, recently in terms of our original editorial We'll hit on some of the uh, podcasts that are actually now available on demand. As I had said earlier, uh, here on the EK and Radio Network, all our content, all our original stuff comes out essentially um, streaming on the on the app and on the uh, on the radio network first. You know, a couple of days after that, anywhere between three and maybe a week, we'll turn it into a podcast. It then becomes available to download to your uh, to your iTunes, Google Play. You can grab it on Podbean, on Spotify, and of course, as I said. Uh, I think it's ecardnews.com slash podcast, I believe is where the lineup is if you want to look at it just uh, on your desktop. But David, editorially, you know, you and I always sit down and figure out who we're going to pick after some pretty uh, good performances for driver of the month. In January, AJ Myers getting the nod. It was, it was, I want to say it was tough because there were lots of guys that 
that did really well in January. But man, Myers just came out of the box so strongly. You and I both agreed that he was uh, he's getting the driver of the month for January. Yeah, it's tough to to come off winning a sometimes a national championship to to defend it early on. And Myers has done did that uh, in the first month of January, uh, winning both races at the Scusi Winter Series and then winning the weekend after at Florida Winter Tour. Uh, so again, as we talked earlier, he's won six of the seven races that he's been in in 2019. So it's a great start for AJ Myers and the Croc Promotion Program. No doubt. Now, David, you've been cranking out the, the Briggs and Stratton uh, racing weekly racing series profiles. They're going to keep continuing because you're going to you're just you're going through the top ten, right? Yeah, we're uh, I think we're into the upper half now of the top 10 for junior USA and Canada standing. So we have three the three different standings that we're uh, covering and uh, going through all the different top 10 finishers from 2018. Uh, so it's been it's been it was it was easy early on. But now that we're going to races, it's yeah. it's getting a little bit more difficult to find the time to write these. But uh, we're, we're getting into the the uh, the top five for each of those uh, categories. Let's kick the, the disclaimer out as well, too, that uh, people aren't always the, the fastest in getting back to us with information as well, because you obviously try to get the information from all these drivers. And, and it's not it's not always the fastest thing that, that comes back. It's, is it? it's been yeah, it's been really good this year. I, I, I'm, I'm shockingly glad. I'm glad surprised. There was a couple of people that were really tough to get a hold of just to even find because not everybody's on Facebook. You'd be surprised that not. Not everybody yep. is on Facebook, so uh, or even Instagram. Uh, you know, sometimes you have to you have to even go down to the IG app and try and find <laughs> them down there. <laughs> so again, David does uh, cranking out more and more editorial, and again, congratulations to AJ Myers, our driver of the month for January. Let's have a look at some of the podcasts again. As I said before, the initial time we have content comes out here streaming on the EKN Radio Network. We usually give it a good hit. Uh, normally for maybe a full 24 hours, and then we'll splash it in with a couple other things, uh, kind of have a rotation going for a couple of days. And then, of course, we bring out the podcast. Most recently, uh, podcasts that were made available on demand uh, are last this week in karting. As David mentioned before, January 30th. I can't believe, Dave, that's like over three weeks ago. I just, man. It's been busy, man. February flew by. It, it has been busy. Well, it, it typically I- does because it's only 28 days, Rob. That's, well, dude, it's only, that's only two or three days less than a regular <laughs> month. It's not like it's 10 days. It's not like it's a 20, it's like a 20 day month. It's a couple of days. Uh, I, I had, it's I, the I, most I, important month. I can tell you that it's the most important month because there I, would be, there would be no Michael Jordan and there would be no David Cole. And you wouldn't be 40. 40. That's fine. Hey, 40. age is just a number, baby. That's what I keep telling you. That's why I'm 10 years older than you. I'm 50, baby. And if I get if if I kick your butt at the Battle of the Brickyard, whew, see if I beat you, you'll you will never live it down. If you hey, beat me, I, I can just uh, say he's ten years older than me and ten if, years younger than me. If we're gonna talk, if we're gonna talk some smack right now, I'm gonna let me just tell you this right now. So Go. I weighed I weighed myself at the Challenge of the Americas. I came and in at two hundred pounds with all your clothes on, of course. You didn't strip down for the boys out there. Well, of course not. No, that's it's too cold, man. Talking <laughs> shrinkage. You- it was cold. It was cold out there. You're right. Um, so 200 pounds. So then I, and it, so I weighed myself this weekend and I was five pounds down from that. Wow. I mean, come on. I didn't even work out. I've been eating ice cream, eating pizza, chowing down on the burgers. And I, I, I could just lose weight like that. So I, I think away. I'm good. Dude, you're fading away. 
No, I, it's just monitoring what I eat. I just, I, I'm just not pigging out. So that's all I got to do. Good man. So, so the whole month of June, I'll just, you know, I'll only eat one bowl of ice cream instead of two every day. Okay, good. good. <laughs> and then, and then be able to beat you. So we'll be good. All right. Well, it's not all about weight. As long as I get down to the weight, we should be okay. We'll see how it goes. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's not all about weight. <laughs> Uh, I had a chance to do a couple of great industry insiders. Talked to Garrett Potter from Rock Cup USA. Of course, a lot of the, that's a lot of things going on with Rock Cup USA. I talked to Marco Oldoffer as well. First time I've had a chance to talk to the promoter of the F Series Gear Up Challenge. And again, a really cool program up in the Northeast. Also, the track owner of the uh, New York Race Complex, which is a fantastic facility in the uh, northeastern part of the uh, the state. They got a great program for F Series. If you haven't listed that one yet. Go listen to it on demand because uh, Marco, of course, talks a lot about what they've got going on. We did a couple of debriefs as well. David and I had our our hashtag dual weekend where he was at uh, uh, the Challenge of the Americas opener at CalSpeed. I was at the finale for the Scusa Winter Series. And in doing so, we had to launch EKN2. So like ESPN and ESPN2, uh, we did the same thing. Uh, so we have two different channels now because I think, David, we have there's two more dual weekends, right? We're... I'm one place and you're another place, I think. There's two yeah, more. Yeah, well, uh, yep. The uh, end of March, will be. I'll be at GoPro and you'll be at the Texas race. And then... Yeah. Um, oh, so, so Sonoma. The, weekend, right. after, the Sonoma. weekend after that, you'll be in Sonoma and I will be at Ocala for USBKS. Yeah. And I'm there for the final round of the Challenge of the Americas in Sonoma. Fantastic. So that's back-to-back dual weekends. So that's a long yeah, right. hashtag. I don't know how we're going to have, we're going to have to do like B to B D W. Wow. All right. Business to business, Daryl. There you go. Good for yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the crazy thing about that is we got to knock out four debriefs after that as well. When we fly home on Monday and fly to the next race on Thursday. So essentially we have Tuesday and Wednesday to knock out two debriefs. It's going to be a long two weeks. It's going to be a long two weeks. You're right. All right. Here's what's coming up, though, folks. <laughs> Somehow we have to jam this in there to these back-to-back weekends. But I have planned podcasts for the EKN Radio Network. On the docket, we've got uh, Mike Burrell, of course, USAC Carding. Need to talk to him about the Battle of the Brickyard. Probably ask a little bit about the 24 Hours of Orlando. We'll talk about the Elkhart Grand Prix. Uh, as I said before, Greg Jasperson and I are going to sit down and talk about Cup Carts North America. I got Terry Trader as well for the Quincy Grand Prix. What a great year. They they brought that event back last year, had over 300 entries for the Quincy Grand Prix, like 10,000 or more spectators out at, uh, at uh, South Park for the weekend. It just, that's a, a race that came back and, and made a lot of people happy. And I'm sure there's going to be more racers there because I got an interview right now I'm working on. It's actually going to be uh, a story you're going to see coming soon because I, I did a, I'm doing an interview with him just to talk about things that are happening right now. They've invested a lot more even more safety for Quincy. And then we'll talk to Terry later on. And then I'm, I'm looking to lock down the second edition of my book it podcast, my in conversation podcast. And uh, the guy we're going to sit down with, it could be interesting. The legendary Lynn Haddock. That should be a lot of fun for sure. Talking to Lynn. Um, I don't know if I could do a three hour podcast <laughs> because David, I'm sure we could get Lynn, Lynn talking about the past, talking about going to Europe and racing against the dogs in Europe. Uh, we could just talk about what's wrong with carding right now. I'm sure that would fill up an hour. I would think that'll right? be just at least a half hour. Long. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty, he's not very long winded. I mean, he's pretty short and to the point. Um, that's true. but, uh, yeah, there'll be a lot of different items to, to discuss in that situation or area of, of the sport. But then also, you know, as you said, talk about the past, you know, racing over, you know, overseas racing, you know, working alongside Lake speed, 
you know, racing at the Long Beach Grand Prix and in, in, in the Laydown yeah. Twins, you know, all the different stuff, you know, just, you know, just the kind of the progression of engines, you know, because because Lynn's been so involved in the development of engines that that karting has utilized over the last 40, 50 years. So, um, again, there's just so many different items to talk about with him. It could probably be a two-part series or one now and one later, that's for sure. And I, one thing I'm going to ask him about is how much he likes all the body work on the carts nowadays. That, that'll be a long one, yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, folks, here's what's coming up on EKN in terms of our EKN Trackside Live program. As David and I had said, we are on the road. This weekend, we leave, and we'll, well, I'm leaving Wednesday, you're leaving Thursday. Um, Supercarts USA Pro Tour for 2019 kicking off the third annual winter nationals. We're heading to Cal speed karting in Fontana, California, March one, two, three. Of course, we'll be live come Friday with the final practice session. We're going to, we're going to plan on doing some Facebook live stuff too. Maybe a, a pit lane walk. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media. If you're not following eCarding news on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, do that because getting a lot of content out on IG on the Instagram stories, and we'll do some Facebook Live as we did before. Uh, then, David, we get a couple weeks off. Actually, no, I get a couple weeks off in terms of carding. The following weekend, you go to the Challenge of the Americas, round number two, which is really rounds three and four, uh, March 8th, 9th, and 10th at the Muscleman Honda Circuit. We'll find out whether or not it's still covered in snow by the time you get there. <laughs> <laughs> you see those pictures? It was pretty cool to see, uh, you know, wow. all these different areas that were getting snow. I mean, it, it was Fontana was was getting s- some glimmer of snow uh, before their a- LAKC event as well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, just it's wild to see Muscleman. Again, we were there when it was freezing temperatures, but it was sunny and no cl- no clouds in the sky. So that was the only uh, positive on that weekend. <laughs> when I said I get a couple weekends off, I kind of forgot about the fact that no, I don't. Uh, I'm going to the, <laughs> the IndyCar and Road to Indy opener at St. Petersburg when you're going to be at, at Muscleman Honda Circuit. Otherwise, I'll be I'd be with you at the Challenge of the Americas. Then I get a weekend off. Then I get to go to Circuit of the Americas though for IndyCar and Indy Lights, which is awesome. And I'm going to do what I can to get in a cart while I'm there. I think that would be fun. Uh, and then, uh, we wrap it up again, dude, we have a double weekend at the end of the month, March 29, 30, 31, a dual weekend, as we had said, back to back, uh, you're at the WK manufacturers cup series at GoPro, go, uh, GoPro. And I'm at the Texas pro cart challenge at North Texas cart going to Denton for some Texas pro cart challenge racing. Dude, we got, we're rolling. We got lots to do over the next, uh, three to four to five weeks. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Is, is there any end in sight? Like, you know, I, I know I think I have three weekends off in April, which is ridiculous. After Sonoma, I don't think I'm back until, I don't think I'm back until probably May, the start of May to the spring nationals in Utah. I think I have three weekends off. I think you got something in there, do you know? Oh yeah. It's, it's been, it's going to be nonstop for me. Uh, Easy now. Forward, so. Let's not, let's not get too cocky with the nonstop stuff. Let me look, scroll down here. Uh, no, nah, so you, yeah, you get two weekends off. Right? No, no, you're do we both have exactly the same time off? I think. Yeah. I do Sonoma on April the April weekend. For you do Ocala. That we're off for three weekends, dude. Mm-hmm. We get three weekends off. Yeah, I'm just talking about the next five weeks, six weeks. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 the next six weeks. Yeah, I'm on five, you're on four. We got the next we're on we're on the throttle for the next six weeks. Don't worry about that. Hey, listen, at least you're gonna go somewhere warm. You don't have to plow the snow. 
You've been doing that like crazy. That's what you guys said about uh, Fontana a couple weeks ago, and that was not exactly <laughs> warm. Well, I was super excited about this coming weekend, too, because it looked like we were going to have, at least last week, a long-range forecast was sunny in like er, light, uh, low 70s. You look now at the fo- forecast for uh, for Fontana and the Winter Nationals. Now we're looking at, what, high 50s, low 60s, and potential rain all weekend. So at least Saturday and Sunday. I'm hoping. Well, at least, at least my rain gear is still there already, <laughs> so we'll be good there. I'm packing mine with me, too. So, David, there you go. Any final words from this week in karting? No, it's been a busy three weeks that uh, we haven't been uh, we haven't done this podcast. So a lot that yeah. we talked about, and uh, again, we got a lot more uh, coming after this in uh, in the month of March. Folks, we hope you enjoyed this edition of this week in carding. Again, always perfect for the morning commute to uh, to work or on your way home in the afternoon. Uh, all you got to do is uh, either well, when it comes to the podcast, just fire it up on your iTunes. You're good to go. Otherwise. Uh, over the next couple of days, Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll be playing it continually on the ECAN radio network and it'll be perfect for those of you, as all the future ones will, to be able to kind of give you some uh, something to let your mind wander a bit when you're heading home from work and listening about carding instead of worrying about the news nowadays because it's just not always fun. Guys, David, thanks for joining me, buddy. Uh, go get packed. we got to roll pretty soon. I'm working on it. Bring, working on that. Bring some and bring some warm clothes. <laughs> not, we are not going out to sunny California this time, I don't think. No, it might be sun, but it'll be cold. It's going to be chilly. So, folks, there you go. A full wrap up of everything we've had essentially over the last probably two to three weeks on uh, the EKN homepage. This week in carding, one of our newest podcasts here on the EKN Radio Network. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. Bye.